This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, June 3rd. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. House Ag Chair warns Biden on taxes. Corteva sets first greenhouse gas targets. And Tyson Foods names new CEO. House Ag Chairman warns Biden on taxes. President Joe Biden's proposal to eliminate stepped-up basis and tax capital gains at death has run into opposition from a key Democrat. The chairman of the House Agriculture Committee, Georgia Democrat David Scott, says the tax plan could hurt farmers even though the tax liability would be deferred as long as the family farm stays in operation. Scott said in a letter to Biden, quote, the potential for capital gains to be imposed on heirs at death of the landowner would impose a significant financial burden on these operations. Additionally, my understanding of the exemptions is that they would just delay the tax liability for those who continue the farming operation until the time of sale, which could result in further consolidation in farmland ownership, he says. This would make it more difficult for young, beginning, and socially disadvantaged farmers to get into farming. Why it matters? Well, Scott's letter is especially noteworthy because he's saying that just deferring tax liability isn't enough. Corteva sets first greenhouse gas targets. Corteva AgriScience, the seed and ag chemical giant that resulted from the Dow-DuPont merger, is out with its first commitments to cut greenhouse gas emissions. The company says the pledge is in line with the goal set in the Paris Climate Agreement to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius. Rather than this being a target of what we think we can do, this is a target of what we need to do to our to do our share to contribute to meeting the Paris goal, said Josiah McClellan, Corteva's corporate sustainability leader, speaking with AgriPulse. By 2030, the company says it will cut the intensity of emissions from its internal operations and electricity usage by 65% from 2020 levels. The intensity of its supply chain emissions, which includes the emissions from commercial seed production, will be reduced by 20%. Reductions in intensity reflect cuts relative to the company's projected revenue, meaning that the cuts are indexed to company growth. And by the way, the pledge still must be validated by the Science-Based Targets Initiative, an independent group that evaluates corporate carbon commitments. Tyson gets new CEO when latest leader steps down after eight months. Tyson Foods has named a new president and CEO, replacing Dean Banks with Donnie King, who had been serving as chief operating officer. The company said Banks, who took the helm eight years ago, was leaving for personal reasons, but didn't elaborate. Upon deep personal reflection and discussions with my family, the board, and my colleagues, I believe that stepping down and concentrating on my family is the right decision at this time, Brooks said, according to a Tyson press release. King, who will be the company's fifth CEO in as many years, has worked in Tyson's poultry business for 36 years. He has held a variety of executive leadership positions, including president of North American Operations, managing all operational aspects of poultry, fresh meats, and prepared foods. 
He has also been group president of International, the company said. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Ag feed stocks push rent prices higher. The prices of renewable identification numbers used to comply with renewable fuel standard blending requirements are the highest level they've been in the history of the RFS program, the Energy Information Administration says. Rising global demand for the agricultural feedstocks used to make corn fuel ethanol and biomass-based diesel fuels has driven fuel ethanol and biomass diesel prices higher in 2021, pushing their corresponding REN prices to new highs, the EIA noted in a report. Both ethanol D6 REN prices and biomass-based diesel D4 REN prices hit daily all-time high prices May 18th, reaching $1.90 per gallon and $2 a gallon, respectfully. Since the beginning of the year, ethanol and D6 REN prices have jumped by 129%, and biomass-based diesel D4 REN prices have risen by 96%. Mexican wheat imports to rise in 21-22. New data from Mexico's Secretariat of Agriculture and Rural Development show the country's farmers are planting less wheat for the 2021-22 marketing year as drought conditions persist. That according to an analysis from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. That means Mexico will likely be importing more wheat from the U.S., the largest exporter to Mexico. Mexico is now forecast to import 5.1 million metric tons of wheat for the 21 to 22 marketing year, up from March's prediction of 4.9 million. The new estimate for the 2021 marketing year, 4.7 million metric tons. Drought has been hurting production in Sonora, the country's biggest wheat-producing state, that according to the FAS analysis out of Mexico City. Farmers planted 6% less than Sonora during the fall-winter cycle. USA Rice waiting on duties for Indian rice. The Office of the U.S. Trade Representative has proposed hitting India with retaliatory duties on brown basmati rice following the conclusion of an investigation into the country's digital services tax. USTR announced the tariffs Wednesday on India, Austria, Italy, Spain, Turkey, and the United Kingdom, but suspended them for 180 days to provide more time to complete ongoing multilateral negotiations. The USA Rice Federation says it is strongly in favor of the tariffs on Indian rice. 
We understand that Rice was not the intended target for those digital service tax investigations, but retaliation provides the opportunity for the U.S. to start leveling the playing field against India's blatant over-subsidization of their domestic rice production and exports, said Peter Bachman, USA Rice Vice President of International Trade Policy. Rural House Dems press for broadband funding flexibility. The Blue Dog Coalition, a group of mostly rural House Democrats, is asking House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to allow broadband funding to be flexible in President Biden's infrastructure bill. In a letter, the group says rural Americans deserve the same access to Internet speeds as their urban counterparts. We were encouraged to see the Biden-Harris administration recognize the importance of targeting unserved and underserved areas for broadband infrastructure funds under the American Rescue Plan, the 11 lawmakers said. We hope that the upcoming infrastructure package will build on that success and that improved data collection can better target broadband investment in unserved and underserved communities. Well. That's Daybreak for this Thursday, June 3rd, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.